Hey, busy little bees, welcome to Bees Creative Asylum, a place to rest your artistic soul. I'm Bee, and this week I'm super stoked because we're talking about one of my absolute favorite things in the world. Copywriting. For the next two weeks, I kind of want to do a mini copy course because you're about to be writing a lot of copy, a lot of branding copy in this non-master class we've been working on. And if there's anything I know about, it is fucking copy. I love copy. It is one of my favorite things. It is how I have fed myself and bought myself a bunch of useless shit I don't really need. People pay me to write and it just every time, every day I wake up and I get to write for people for a living, I'm kind of amazed that I'm still tricking people into fucking paying me to write. Anyway, I don't know what that voice was. I was just trying to be cool. <laughs> trying stuff out. I'm trying new things out. We're in episode six, guys. Whoa. Ten years I've written professionally, professionally, and for ten years before that I wrote semi-professionally while I was still learning the basics. I definitely have 10,000 hours in under my belt for copywriting, and it's the most professional thing I have as a product or a service to offer anyone in this world is my ability to write but within the last five years I would say I really moved into like business strategy and marketing strategy I also within the last three years started moving more into graphic design and art direction and learning that stuff so I moved away from my love of copy a little bit but Within the last few months between writing my brand stuff and then all the guest blogging I've been doing to kind of build up my client list and then naturally my clients right now who are coming to me all want the goods in terms of writing. So because they have like bomb graphic designers or whatever. So what I've been doing is really getting back into writing and I absolutely forgot how much I love to write. It's the best way I can explain it is if you've ever seen an episode of the show Bones or like most shows like Bones, there's a moment where the Bones or the professional, she's at the end of her rope she has no idea what happened to this person who died so she goes to the bones and it's like this quiet moment where she's looking at all the bones and she finds it Eureka she knows what she has to do she knows who did it she knows what happened whatever but I have that moment in copywriting and it is such a beautiful at peace feeling because you you're kind of nervous and you're like fuck I don't know what this copy's going to come out or what this is going to look like or what this setup is and then you get that eureka moment you like hone in and you funnel it you funnel your brain it's like I go into this trance and then the words come to me it's right there and I can grab it from above my head and pull it down into reality and so I've been I've been very happy with what I've been working on and even with the book some of the formatting issues have been kicking my ass and it's like it defeats me it really does it defeats it defeats what I'm trying to do is what it feels like but this week I've been working on my copy training seminar 
and this episode in particular. It's helped me really break down my overall writing process. I've done this before, but now I've really broke it down in a way that I can hone it. And I'm super stoked to show you guys. I broke it down in a way where I have examples. Like I took an example and I rewrote and then I rewrote and then I rewrote. And I was like, holy shit, this is how I do this. I can explain this in words. And I never really was able to do that for people before, especially for junior marketers I work with or I mentor or I used to be, I used to manage. I couldn't really explain how I did what I did, my bones moment. I had to just kind of comment on what they were doing and let them know what was wrong. Not wrong, but not strong enough. Now I definitively know what the fuck is going on and I'm super stoked because now I can teach it to others and I can put my process in a process that's going to make it a lot faster for me. It's already made me be able to churn out some press releases and some about pages and a couple emails just like boom, boom, boom. I'm loving it. I'm really enjoying my creative journey right now and where I'm at and where I'm going and I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys are loving building your brands. I hope the website and the technology isn't kicking your ass (laughs) and if it is just get your ass kicked dude. Just get your ass kicked for a little bit. Keep getting up every day showing up to get your ass handed to you and one day it's gonna get easier. The next day it'll get even easier. The next day it's gonna be hard again. (laughs) but it will keep getting easier until you level up and then the whole game's gonna level up because it's gonna get something else is gonna come in and be hard that's how life works and if we appreciate that process and if we appreciate these moments we're gonna get a lot further and we're just going to be successful right now you're successful right now if you just appreciate your right now. I appreciate my right now of looking at my shoes in my closet as I record this because I have no other space or time outside of having my son asleep near me to record these podcasts. I'm still getting this shit done. I'm stoked about it and I feel great. I haven't even started my like official I'm going to promote this shit. I'm still just like, you know, the same 20 people or so are listening to these. And I'm hoping, I'm hoping those 20 people are getting it and being inspired. Because I'm getting it and I'm being inspired. And that's all that really kind of matters to me right now. (laughs) Sorry, guys. Love you guys. But nobody's surprised that the Scorpio's like, it's fucking about me. (laughs) So shout out this... This episode's actually going to release on my birthday, you guys. So, it is about me, motherfuckers. Happy birthday to me. I'm doing a copy episode on my birthday. It's my birthday. Uh, I'm going to do that TikTok. Watch me. (laughs) Let me just get to the episode, the shit you guys care about. Okay. So first we're going to do my copy process. I'm going to explain my overall copy process. Now this changes a little bit depending on what I'm writing. If I'm writing an about page, it's going to be different than if I'm writing a blog, than if I'm writing a fucking press release, right? That's just how write copy works. You guys know that. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to tell you my overall copy process, and then I'm going to lead you for the activity to a blog that is breaking down the about 
process, how I do write about pages. And it's gonna explain all the different pieces I like to add to a brand's about page because these are the pieces that one, I mean, once you study enough about pages, you know like these elements have to be there. They're must-haves. These elements are, it's it's good to have. It's always good to have more copy, I think, but maybe not. No, it is, because people really read those things and trust you. Um, but there's these certain things that your ass has to have them, and we'll talk about it. We're going to talk about that. Uh, yeah, it's going to be a great episode. I'm super stoked. You guys, thank you so much for being here. Again, please don't forget if you would if you're enjoying this at all or if you're my friend who's listening to this, please leave me feedback on whatever platform you're leaving. Like leave a review, five stars if you think I'm good, five stars if you love me, just five stars, right? And then <laughs> don't forget to follow me at be lifted uh creative. So at Be Lifted Creative, that is both TikTok and Instagram. I just am getting my talks going for Be Lifted. You can also follow my personal Instagram at Bobby Joe Stuff or my personal TikTok at Be Lifted. <laughs> this week, I'm, I'm moving a little bit into my comedy side more. I'm trying to just let that freak flag fly. Um... But I'm also, you know, I'm putting my inspiration, I'm putting my therapy stuff up there, I'm putting my shadow work, I'm like awakening, I'm going through this whole process of awakening my ability to put myself out there and not give a shit what people think. That's, you know, it's difficult, but the last two months I've definitely improved everything, like so much, and it's part of it is doing these podcasts, so thank you guys. Anyways, let me get off my high horse. Okay, so bees... B's copy process comes in three steps, of course, because everything I do is in threes. Creative people do everything in threes, especially writers. Notice it. Just watch for it. It happens in threes. Bad things happen in threes. Fuck y'all. Good things happen in threes. So the first step is outline one, and I call this the story draft. For the story draft, I get all my research together and then I do a rough outline of what I want the actual story, whatever it is, to look like. And there's no wow factor and there's a lot of just like excess copy usually within this. This is when I write way too much and I know I got to condense it down. And so I'm going to do, I'm going to tell you my process and each step I'm going to give you this example and we're going to fix the copy together. Like I'm going to explain to you how I'm fixing the copy. So my example is for the rough outline is just me get my story out there okay according to the famous according to the famous publisher bumble magazine a honeybee flies around from each flower looking for flowers with good pollen then the bee fly back to the hive with the pollen to make honey that is an awful sentence you guys that's what i call level one <laughs> It's not great, but you know what? The story is fucking in there, you guys. This is what most people who are just starting out write like, by the way. Um, when I take on junior creatives, and I've taken on really junior creatives. I'm talking about, like, teenagers. Uh, this is how they write. They just have, they get the story, and that's the most important part, and that's how I kind of try to direct them, is the level one story, right? 
So there we know what the B is doing and they've added um, a publisher. The publisher, that right there is a reference. So that, having a reference as a level one writer, you're killing the game, okay? We're gonna make it better though. So in step two of my writing process, um, which I call outline two, I, call, I consider this the copy cleanup, okay? So step two is the copy cleanup. This is where I tighten the copy in terms of flow and grammar. It's still not a super sexy draft at the end. This is just like cutting the excess. Tightening copy was something I learned uh, in journalism because you only get so many words and they'll literally fucking just cut your story off. If you over, if you go over and the like dude doesn't have time for your shit, he's going to rewrite it, fuck up your story, and then just cut the rest of it. Boom. You're done. Your beautiful 800 word draft is now a 400 word piece of shit. <laughs> if you don't have tight copy, you have to have good copy that matters. So, um, what I did here from our original... And I'm going to put this in the show notes and on the blog. So you'll be able to see how the writing actually changed in front of you. It's going to be easier that way. But I just want to explain my process here. So according to the famous publisher, Bumble Magazine. Okay, if I have to call them a famous publisher, they're not that fucking famous. So we can just cut that out. So according to Bumble Magazine... Uh, I do not like to repeat words unless it is absolutely necessary or it makes sense within the sentence. So right now I call this a honeybee and then we use honey later on in the sentence. I don't like that. So according to Bumble Magazine, a bee flies um, from flower to flower. I can double words there because it makes sense and it helps the flow. A bee flies from flower to flower looking for good pollen then goes back to the hive to make honey. Not my favorite sentence. It's not great, but you know what? It is cleaner than outline one. It's cleaner than the level one. This is level two. This is this is literally a junior creative, uh, fresh out of their first internship maybe. They're still are some issues and some things lacking within this copy and I'm going to explain that we get the story across and it's tighter copy though that's why outline two is four I usually do my first outline and then outline two and three I can draft together I usually can do those two steps together now but I like to have um, an additional time to polish for outline three so outline three is what I call the finesse you're going to finesse it. You're going to make that shit sound bomb. The outline three for me is, um, this is where you hone the voice. So you got to add your particular brand's voice. I'm going to be going with my brand because obviously everything's about me, right? <laughs> and because this is my fucking brand, you guys. Duh. Um, and we're talking about bees and honey. Duh. You knew where this was going. Um, so you hone your brand's voice and then you upgrade basic wording. So I don't like, um, very, very stuff like that. Um, good, good pollen. We could do better. We could do gooder, more gooder than that. <laughs> um, so this is where you want to bring the wow factor. 
that most branding doesn't accomplish because they don't have senior copywriters or they don't have a level three writers. And the ability to do this is something you definitely have to hone over. This is where the 10,000 hours come in. You really have to learn this process. And until you really learn this process, it's going to, you can, you can accomplish it, but it's going to take you a longer period of time to accomplish great copy. Uh, if you haven't practiced the skill every single day. Uh, okay, so I'm going to keep the front the same because I do always like when you intro a source, the according to works. So according to Bumble Magazine, keep that the same. A busy little bee. That's right. This is a busy little bee because my ass, that's that's part of my brand. I literally put this in the first sentence of the podcast every single time. So, of course, it's a busy little bee. So, according to Bumble Magazine, a busy little bee buzzes. Yeah, he's not flying anymore. He's buzzing. And so, she, she's, she's a queen. No, queens don't go out and get whatever. Fud up. Whatever. A fucking worker bill. Whatever. Okay, so let's get back to the, part, the important part. A busy little bee buzzes from delicate flower to flower in search of the best quality pollen to make the sweetest honey. Okay. So one, how I read that made it sound better, but whatever. So best quality, you're never going to lose in copywriting if you use the term best because that shit is SEO friendly. Whatever industry you're in, I've seen, I've done so many keyword research. I've done so much keyword research that I can promise you best is in whatever keyword you're trying to do for whatever industry. The best SEO, the best honey, the best candles, the best vibrators. I need the best car. I need the best what the fuck ever. You need the best. <laughs> and that's what your customers are going to be asking for the best. So I highly recommend you put best in all over that shit. Um, and then quality. Come on. People are just looking for quality. You know that. Best quality is like a great keyword set. Just pick it up. Uh, and then the sweetest honey. Right there within this sentence. I'm going to reread it. According to Bumble Magazine, a busy little bee buzzes from delicate flower to flower in search of the best quality pollen to make the sweetest honey. That right there is branding copy because it explains the story of what the brand does. And this will say the bee is the brand or honey. I don't know what the fuck. It highlights the best parts of the product within the story. And that's what great copywriting does. It's a story that you hone and you improve and you make better. It's almost like your brand story, you guys. You're going to hone it and improve it and make it better. So work with your copy until you get to that level three. Make it finesse. Make it sexy. You can do this. I totally believe in you. Okay. So now, now, let's do our activity. <laughs> okay, so our activity is going to be on the blog. Uh, I know I say that sometimes and it doesn't happen, but it's going to happen. So our activity is going to be on the blog. And this is a very basic outline for how you're going to write your about page. Writing about pages does take time. 
and it is a skill that you're going to have to hone, but you got to jump in there and start it. You got to jump in there and start it. And now you have my exact process for copywriting. Just take your time and don't push yourself too much. Just the Thoris, the thesaurus, thesaurus, the Thoris, la la la, the the thesaurus, I can't say this fucking word, the thesaurus, this is embarrassing, the thesaurus is your friend, like literally that's how I really go in, um, in stage three and outline three, I open that bitch up and then I just start looking at word options, for real, use the thesaurus, however you say that shit, so with your about page, you're opening paragraph your first paragraph if you have a brand essence video which i highly suggest you do because video is taking off in this world and it makes people trust you to see you and hear your voice you cannot read copy as well like your brand voice comes off so much more with somebody saying it because there's different personalities behind how we talk versus how people read how we talk so at the very least Brand Essence video, super important, but you know what? You don't have to have it as you're starting your brand because it's difficult to make. A good Brand Essence video is very difficult to make. So how I do the about page is your first paragraph is your summary. 90% uh, of your customers are either just going to read your headlines on each page or they're just going to read the first paragraph, hoping that you put everything they fucking need to know in that first paragraph. So you know what we're going to do? We're going to put everything they need to know in that first fucking paragraph, y'all. I have no idea what that voice is. Let's try this again. So y'all know what we're going to do? We're going to put everything they need to know in that first fucking paragraph, y'all. <laughs> I'm just trying out some shit. Let it happen. Okay? So that first paragraph is going to be four sentences. And each sentence is going to hit a different mark. Okay, so the first sentence, that's going to be the summary of your mission statement. Just summarize it right there. This is what my fucking brand is. If you're only going to read 10 words on this page, these are the 10 you need to know. Sentence number two, that's the um, benefit offering summary. This is what my offerings benefits are. Sorry, sentence number two is your offerings benefits summary. So, again, whatever product, service, or whatever, this is, this is their benefits summary. Sentence number three is your brand values summary. You got to get it right in there. Let them know what you're about and why they need to be talking to you. That's where your best quality comes in. That's where your low cost comes in. That's where your endurance and blah, blah, blah comes in. Okay. And then sentence number three, that is your inspired call to action. That's CTA. You want to get their asses moving to another piece of your puzzle. Okay. I don't know if that's booking a free consultation like my example that I'm putting on the blog is. So I write an example of this opening paragraph on my blog based off of my, uh, my company, based off Be Lifted. And you can go on and see exactly how I piece this together, exactly how I put um, my benefits and my values and my CTA in there. 
So once you have your paragraph down, then what you have to do is you have to take each of those sentences and blow it out into a full paragraph. And then that's pretty much all you, those are your basics that you absolutely need on your fucking about page, right? Your offering benefits, your brand values, and your, your CTAs. Obviously your mission statement. So... Those are either blown out into paragraphs or they're like creative, eye-catching, visual um, graphics. Again, I'll have examples of all of that on the blog for you to check out. So in addition to these things, some other pieces of an about page you can have is um, uh, your history. If you want to go ahead and share your history and you're comfortable with that, I know some brands just aren't, they're not cool with that. Um, if you have team members you want to highlight, again, people trust seeing faces, so I highly suggest you have something like that, but if you don't, that's cool too. Any avocation your branding does, like if you get out into the community, fucking put that right there and let people know do not fake it until you make it with that shit if you're putting some stock photos we're gonna know that you're fucking lying okay if you're not actually donating if you're not actually volunteering please don't put that shit there we're also gonna put any brand specific faqs because some brands there's shit that people need to know out the gate they're gonna have questions that's gonna disqualify them or qualify them pretty quickly and you need to go ahead and answer that in very um in like very public places not just on your faq page right put that right there for them and then a call to action where they can go to learn more about that link up this page put links make sure you get your seo popping um all of that try I love using SEO Moz they have a free on-page grader for a certain amount of searches each month it is really worth going in there dropping the link to wherever you're going and get get that page graded especially your about page get your SEO graded see where you can improve see what you can do in terms of keywords see what keywords you're even ranking for over there They're, they have a ton of free shit it's worth it or even the paid stuff, really worth it. I love using SEO Moz. Go ahead and sponsor me, it's fine. <laughs> All right, let's get straight into our nonprofit shout out. Our nonprofit, since we're talking about copy this week, is one that I actually recently found that I think is a great project. I believe in um, educating our youth. I believe in early childhood education, I believe in reform, and I believe in um, rehabilitating people through education and through liter literacy, and through literacy. Literacy for incarcerated teens is currently in New York City helping juveniles at justice detention centers partner with children's programs and services to provide books to like have coordinate visitors of authors and peer directors and mentors so they're providing entire literacy programs for these youth and juvenile detention centers and it's much needed in these areas 
where these kids are normally not getting that extra mentorship, that extra help, or access to quality literacy books in general. Books saved my life when I was a kid. Books are the reason why I love writing, and books are the reason why my imagination is so expansive. I can dream of anything. I can think of anything. I can imagine anything because I grew up in worlds that weren't real or weren't my own in books. I love books, and I really love this nonprofit for giving these opportunities to these kids. Shout out. You guys are fucking awesome. Uh, again, literacy for incarcerated teens. You can find their information so you can help them out if you'd like. Uh, all within the show notes and all all within the show notes. So my creative shout out for this week is one that's near and dear to my soul. And we've kind of been mama mentoring each other lately as... <clears throat> As mamas and uh, business owners, as mamas and creatives and business owners, we've kind of been mentoring each other, pushing each other, and kind of helping each other out. And so I wanted to go ahead, and so I wanted to go ahead and shout out the real Kelly Davis. You can find her on Instagram, Kelly at the real Kelly Davis. She is such an inspiration she's so many things she's so positive and she's so wonderful and she's so real she shows the ugly side as much as the beautiful shining side and I appreciate that so much um her business mainstream mainspring communications is a PR company pretty much essentially they're helping create press releases and distribute press they're really helping gather that important conversation that you need to be having they're really helping they're really helping build onto the conversations that people are having about they're really helping to build onto the conversations people are having about brands she's a great copywriter um yeah kelly's awesome (laughs) Alright guys, that's all I have for this week. Thank you so much, my busy little bees. I hope you're killing it with launching your brand, running your brand, building your brand, being creative, being awesome, being happy in the moment that you're in. I'm really proud of you for showing up today. I'm really proud of you for showing up for yourself every day. And thank you again for being here. Until next time, stay cool.